0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Angel of Words podcast where your stories are heard. And before we get started, I'm your host, Angel of Words. Don't forget to tap that subscribe, I mean, the like button on uh, YouTube. Subscribe. Also, follow us on all podcast platforms. Check out the new website, www.aowent.com. And uh, if you want to leave a donation to the Angel of Words podcast, it's Cash App, A O W N Y C. Now, on deck, on the Angel of Words podcast, we have internet entrepreneur and host of the Lady Natalie podcast, Lady Natalie. Hello, Lady Natalie. Thank you for joining us today on Thank the Angel Words podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to have you. Pleasure to have you, man. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. You're doing internet entrepreneurship. It's like a, a big wave right now in society. And, uh, you know, doing my research, there was a lot going on, so, you know, could you tell us what the Lady, the lady Natalie brand entails and uh, what you, services you're providing out there for the public?
1: Okay, um, so the Lady Natalie brand started basically 10 years ago in about, in oh, almost two years, in 2019, the ending. Um, I decided to literally just launch my business and open a, a corporation. Um, and at first it started just with a brand to share positivity um, didn't know the direction exactly and then pandemic hit and I'm like okay but what does I am Lady Natalie stand for um and talking to other colleagues you know and they're like you know your brand is there you are I am and I'm like okay so I revamped it and it's still a positive brand you know to spread positivity um and as a community to help other entrepreneurs you know find their purpose and build their brands as well
0: nice nice now lady natalie uh i see that you're providing coffee like there's like a whole bunch of things going on you know is it a thing where you're like you're selling things are you recruiting people like you know how does this internet entrepreneurship work because i know that sometimes people are like oh this is just a pyramid scheme so those people that are hating and are going to troll and you know are going to comment to as to this is a you know kind of a network marketing scheme could you let them know you know what this is it's not a scheme
1: Definitely. Um, I started network marketing four years ago. I came across this Instagram post and I kept watching it. I spent three years watching it on the sidelines like many of us do. Probably when we see an opportunity, we're scared to jump in. Um, I decided to go for it. Um, It is network marketing. It's selling health and wellness products. We do have our fat-burning coffee, which is what I drink every single day. It has helped me lose 25 pounds and maintain the weight off being Latina and eating all the carbs.
0: (laughs) Okay, yes. That rice doesn't help, (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: But my coffee helps. I've been able to maintain the weight off. Um, So it's health and wellness. They're vegan products, so... Good for everyone, you know. Uh, we have from skincare, weight loss, detox, everything. Um, Pyramid scheme, hmm, that topic does come a lot, and it's just a different structure that we are not used to. If you look back and you have a nine-to-five job, you know, you probably start off as maybe the secretary, receptionist, there's someone always above you. The CEO is always going to make more money than you, so it's a pyramid. Even the food is structured as a pyramid.
0: That's such a valid point. Wow, you're just breaking down the whole capitalistic structure, but continue.
1: (laughs) Difference between network marketing that people feel like is a scam, um, a pyramid scheme and a scam is when you're recruiting people where there's no products. Health and wellness network marketing. There is products. I am selling products, and yes, I am recruiting other people so they could start earning an income as well, and you know, and maximize their potential. The difference between corporate America, that structure, that is also a pyramid. Um, you go to work forty hours a week for the same pay as well as your your partner, right? Let's say another coworker, yeah. forty hours a week. You could be busting your ass. Excuse me.
0: No, it's all right, go ahead.
1: Uh, you could be busting your ass working hard those 40 hours, being on time, clocking on when they say, and the other girl is hanging out still getting the same pay. The difference between network marketing that you could bust your ass for one month and your commissions check could go from $100 to $1,000 the next month while the other girl is still sitting down on this opportunity getting paid whatever she puts into work. You know, uh, With network marketing also, you will see really, uh, you'll see the income as long as you're working But the hard work would definitely pay off after like five years where that residual income is just kicking in and you're just now a little bit more relaxed.
0: Wow. Okay. so, yeah, (laughs) basically, the more effort and time you put into this situation, the more you get out of it. Now, I mean, what's the commission looking like, though? Like, you know, how does this work? Like, how do you get into this situation and how were you able to build? I am Lady Natalie, because from what I see, like this is your thing. Yes. you know so you know could you explain some of the the the, the, uh, the details behind that and the recruitment and things of that nature how you know people can actually build their own brands via internet entrepreneurship
1: um, one is be authentic be yourself okay um, I am lady Natalie started 10 years ago because of what I was doing before and I just continued and focused on building my name and then network marketing came in Um It's $99 to get started in your business. And people are like, why do I have to pay to work? No, you're not paying to work. You're starting your own business that if you go open up a whole storefront business, is way more than $99. And I'm speaking from experience, you know, from... Owning a pizzeria back then that started with $300,000. So starting a business for $99, it's,
0: yes. it's, po- it's penis. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we go to Target. Sounds a lot
0: better, you know. <laughs> yes.
1: How many of us go to Target to get one thing and end up with $400 later? And we don't yeah. think about it and we don't hesitate to, yeah. to spend that money. But when it comes to investing in ourselves, we do hesitate and we're like, oh, no, it's a scam. We start finding many excuses. Which
0: doesn't make sense, right? Why does the human brain work like that? I would I love to it's, know.
1: It's crazy. It happens when you become an adult. Because we tell our kids, go after your dreams, go after your goals, yeah. no one can tell you no.
0: Yeah.
1: And when it comes to us, it's like we're not practicing what we're preaching to our kids. This is mind blowing to me.
0: Wow, it's deep, man. <laughs> it's profound. We're getting deep with it here already, man. And we just started. Now, uh, do you have, like, you know, uh, on the uh, do you speak to your public and tell them about the statistics of uh, uh, of the, the return on your investment? Do you have testimonials? Is this something that you post on social media or on a YouTube channel?
1: Um, I do have a YouTube channel. Uh, my girls do go live. I do have a business page for my team. And some of my girls have gone debt free already. Like, pay off all their credit cards, stay-at-home moms now, like, leaving their corporate job to be stay-at-home moms. And some of them are even homeschooling. I mean, I can't do that. I don't have the patience for homeschooling, but, Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
0: Wow. So people are actually making some very good income working from home and basically have more time to spend with their children, which I could imagine. I mean, there's been some people that are like, man, I need these kids to go back to school. <laughs> but then there's some parents that are like, you know, I want to cherish these moments with, with my with my children and, you know, I would love to make income from home. So when I, when I go online and I see these humongous, like, female entrepreneur Zoom meetings, I'm like, bro, I don't know what I would do with 40 people on a Zoom. I don't even know how you manage that. That's nuts. <laughs> But like you know, what what is something that you girls talk about? You know,
1: so we talk about a lot of self development. Something I didn't even know before until I got into network marketing. And people only see the aspect of making money and growing, but there's a lot of behind this, and you do a lot of self growth. And you your mindset, the way you see things, instead of seeing the cup half full, you always got to say it half. I mean, sat, instead of half empty, you always got to say half full. Yeah. Um, and always see. Any failure or, you know, bumps on the road, it's actually a lesson learned. God is preparing you for something better that's coming. God is closing that route because he got something better for you. And you learned that.
0: Wow. And that's what you girls speak up on there. Just Definitely. Basically like A
1: lot of self-growth.
0: Okay. A lot of self-growth. A lot of like, you know, you, you're speaking to each other's issues on there. Like, are you opening up to that respect or are you keeping it to like a business sense?
1: Um, We do, but we're here to help you everyone and how to, you know, deal with a no. A no today means a yes tomorrow or a no today means no, I don't want to waste your time right now, give that opportunity to somebody
0: else. Okay. Now who are you getting these products from that you're selling?
1: We are. I'm with. It works global, so it's a main, a huge company. It
0: works global. It works. It works global. Okay. It's
1: been around for 20 years. It's debt free. It's Christian based, and the products are
0: amazing. Wow, man. You know, you know, I'm a big fan of churches. Like, I'm not a. You know, I I wouldn't say that I'm the uh, church going type of person, but I do feel sometimes some people need Jesus in their life or somebody. Allah. (laughs) You know, like you know. know, I'm not a church person either. You know, my my father's side of my family is that you know they, they. They're devout Jehovah's Witnesses, but like they, you know, they they live in a great community. Their vibe is always positive, so you know I, I like that about church when it's working the right way. The positive vibes that it instills in people. So that's you know it's good to know that you know, or it's interesting to. To know that you know this is a Christian-based organization that is putting these products out there. Now these products haven't had any issues with uh, health, with people's health or anything of that nature. Not right? at all. Okay.
1: Um, if there's people that might have taken and gotten allergic reactions because they don't know what they're allergic to, so it's yeah. not like the comp you know the product did it like intention or anything. You sometimes you need to go get an aller- allergy test and know yeah. what you're allergic
0: to. Okay, but do, does the company then, you know, when they find out people are allergic to some of the nah. ingredients and in the products, they, do, do they yeah. let you guys know, like, yo, you know, make sure you put a disclosure on here? All that products have
1: disclosure, and, okay. and if you have medical health issues, we always tell everyone, you know, consult with your doctor. Any Anyone does that, you know, any supplements. You always want to consult with your doctor, see if it's okay for you to take it.
0: Wow, that's cool. So then you recruit people, and then do you do you gain like uh, commission from the people that you're recruiting as well? Is that is it from any
1: sales that I make on my website, I earn commissions. Now, as those those are for customers and business partners. As long as I'm teaching them how to be successful, then I also start making money. If I'm not teaching them, then I'm not making any money. We're in business to help others grow and help them reach their goals and their dreams. The reason why they said yes to an amazing opportunity, you know, for an extra income. Like, we take it for granted an extra $200 a month. But what can an extra $200 a month do for you just by working from your phone? I mean, you're already scrolling on social media. Why not monetize it?
0: No, that's a fact. And I I remember you speaking about that on, you know, uh, one of your YouTube channels that people scroll aimlessly and then, you know, you know, setting, why don't you just set up like some kind of brand ambassadorship, you know, uh, network with a certain brand. And if you got a following, why don't, you know, try to monetize that situation? And that's the wave right now, you know, basically in all over the world, not just here in America. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's great that you're a part of it. Now, who helps set up your website situation, though? Is that something you're doing yourself?
1: Um, I did hire a girl. She's actually my business partner in the okay. health and wellness company that we're in. She's in my team. Um, I opened up my Shopify and then I wanted a website where I had everything of everything that I do com- you know incorporated and yeah. um, I hired her to do it she was like I'm in the learning process I said well I want to pay you you know she was like okay no you don't have to but I said no I want to pay you this is a service you're doing if I have to go hire yeah. someone else it's probably gonna be more expensive um so I did hire her to do my website and then she taught me how to do like any edits that I want to do to my website I just log in and do it myself
0: Man, is this the first time you ever tried to develop this your own type of brand?
1: Um, I tried two other times and I okay. failed. Or okay. Maybe I didn't have the passion because when you don't have the passion for it, you're not gonna go as hard. Okay. Um, but I never gave up on my dream. I kept going and I finally found the passion, you know, which has been my help. The company that helped me develop this passion, which is what it works, um, and then building my brand and opening my website and revamping it through pandemic, and I love it.
0: So, do you think the pandemic really spurned your, like, motivation?
1: Um, I've always had the motivation. Yeah. It just made me go even harder. You know, pandemic taught all of us that we need that second income, that we need to
0: have that cushion. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Now, Lady Natalie, I mean, I see that you speak to a lot of mothers, too. You're a mother yourself. You know, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of mothers out there like, yo, chill, like <laughs> looking at you, dropping comments like, you know, uh First of all, wait. You know, are you accessible? Will you answer people's DMs that have questions or all YouTube channel like on the comments? Will you be en- are you that type of engaging person?
1: I answer to all DMs as long as they're not disrespectful.
0: Okay. Yes. No disrespectful DMs. Everybody, please I'll remember I leave them on the unread.
1: Answer. Like. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I'm sure you're speaking to the men out there. <laughs> not entertaining. <him. laughs> you know let's keep it kosher on the dms but you know what what, what inspired you to, to give these mothers motivation though why, why, why is it so important for you to, to get at the psyche of the mom
1: i'm a mom of three myself yeah. um and it's crazy how females get more bash for having different fathers different fathers than men having kids with different mothers
0: oh that's an interesting situation okay yeah, elaborate okay. please
1: they they praise this men that have kids with multiple moms, but when it comes to a female, it's you're you know, you hoe, you're this, excuse my language. Again. No,
0: no, it's all right, no, be candid, man. Um, this is the Angel of Words podcast. We're not here to judge.
1: And I'm not ashamed. I got three kids with three different men and all my kids are eight years apart. So clearly I didn't I was not popping babies out of the blue, but you know, if you did that, that's fine. Don't be ashamed either. Um, and I felt like I needed to Speak my truth, my story, you know. And to this day, I still deal with a lot of trolls in my page, and I do not answer back. I just block and delete keep it moving because one thing i learned i don't know if you heard to this podcast when people are bashing oh you you know
0: we're gonna get to that don't worry that's down the line but continue you know
1: (laughs) bashing you they're actually calling themselves that yeah i've learned that yeah um
0: they're projecting that's what they're doing they're projecting Mm -hmm. you know it's just a scientific fact they case (laughs) building yeah and it's
1: crazy but yeah i feel like i needed like no mom should be ashamed like you got kids hey you know just be loud about it like i got three kids with three men and i'm not ashamed and i was married twice both two of my kids are born under marriage yeah. so
0: i mean to me i mean look i haven't had everybody always tells me oh dude you should do dating because people are into that i'm like bro i don't want to talk about something you can't control something like you know what i'm saying if relationships don't work out i mean i would never stay in a relationship that's not beneficial to my psychology I don't care how many kids I have, or you know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it to myself. Because if I'm not mentally in a good space, I'm not gonna force anyone else around me to, 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 to be around me because that's not gonna work in anybody's favor. That's my advice, you know. You don't have to take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Obviously, but <laughs> I don't like that emotional stress. I feel like that can that that penetrates every part of your life and it and it can be deteriorant to everything that you're trying to accomplish in your life. Definitely. So if I always tell people if you're not happy in a situation get out of it as soon as you can and I've done podcasts about domestic violence and I've sent people to places to go get domestic violence counseling if that's a situation you're dealing with or I've sent them to psychiatrists if they need to go speak to someone about like what they're going through because I feel like you're never going to reach your potential as a human being if you're in a situation that you don't want to be in so if you have three you know if you have three different situations with three different men with is there in terms of their children I mean it is what it is that the man you and the man didn't get along at okay. some point and what are you supposed to do just stay there be- just because like nah i'm not with that wave man you know what i'm saying i never have been i don't think i ever will be now you know getting back to the entrepreneurship because i'm starting to notice that man like in this era right now that we're living in latinas and uh, and, and women overall in general are really going hard in terms of entrepreneurship you know about 35 percent of uh of women, of, of entrepreneurs overall in the black and Latino community are women. And then 44% of, of women that are, uh, I mean, of Latinos that are business owners, 44% of them are women. How do you feel about that when you hear a statistic such as that?
1: Amazing. Like, we're doing it, we're killing yeah. it out there. I, as a matter of fact, my shirt says, a latina, there
0: you go CEO we'll, we'll do a, a close up on that, you know what I'm
1: <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. And believe it or not, yeah. the numbers are even higher, like most of them is network marketing, yeah, like network marketing is coming kind out of there. It was an uh, uh, industry that we was. Close-minded to that nobody taught us because society teaches us to go to school, go to college, get a job, work for 40 years, and then retire. I
0: did all three of those. (laughs) And look at me now, you know? (laughs) And then retire and you didn't live your life.
1: Like, that's what... Um, professors and colleges are teaching us, they're not teaching us the fundamentals of business to go out there and be an entrepreneur. They're teaching us how to go work for somebody else and be a slave for 40 years or whatever many years you work to retire. Like I haven't had a corporate job in 10 years.
0: Wow. You're lucky. (laughs) Very lucky. You know, it's crazy, too, because that's that's going to be a theme of the podcast in season two. I mean, unfortunately, to the corporations, you know, but we've seen what's happened during the pandemic. People getting let go. No real, you know, no contingency plans on the behalf of ownership, uh, wanted to take advantage of the uh, of the uh, work. Of, of of their workers and putting them in, in precarious situations without any protection, just to keep the economy flowing. And it's like, I feel like as a society, we gotta figure the priority is just keeping us as humans, the resource to make money, healthy or is it money 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 you know what i'm saying like there has to be some kind of balance
1: i think with corporate i mean there's nothing wrong with having a corporate
0: job yeah. like,
1: I'm not gonna. because some
0: people excel in that so that's what some people are bred to do everybody's on different bandwidths like exactly I like, to
1: say. like and if you want to have a side hustle yes keep your corporate job do your side hustle and when you're ready to walk and work on your passion that's fine um i feel like corporate does focus on let's make money 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 they gotta survive they gotta pay bills too the ceo needs to pay his rent yeah, <laughs> or his mortgage fact. whatever yeah. it is right so and it's 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 a mixy situation yeah
0: think. it's just not for you you not, know it's not for everyone if you I can
1: i can't i can't have somebody yeah. tell me when i could have lunch when i could go on vacation or when can like if can i leave on time to pick up my kids
0: interesting interesting because I feel the same way you know (laughs) like I've had a plethora of different jobs everybody's heard me talk about them throughout the podcast and it's like man like that corporate situation like it it was different at the beginning so I was open-minded to it when I started it and I was working at great locations where I was doing great work within the community especially when I was working at Rikers Island for those four and a half years at the Department of Probation you know I was working uh, where kids get their birth and health certificates and like people there like there's there were kids going in there that didn't even know their names like they literally didn't have a name on their birth certificate so it was good to be able to help them with that but then you get placed behind a cubicle and that's like jail yeah. like i can't do that and then when that happened that's when everything went downhill and i was like yeah now nah, that's it i'm done because you know just like i treat my relationships my jobs i treat them like that too like if i'm happy i'm ghost have a nice day you
1: You have to. You have to enjoy what you're doing. If there's no purpose behind it, you're going to be miserable.
0: Yeah. And what do you have to say to those people out there that are feeling miserable right now?
1: Definitely sit back, journal, and speak to God. God will show you the answers, and you might be blinded to them, but he's going to put something in front of you that's going to give you the answer. And just go after your purpose. Take a leap of faith and and go do it. What's the worst that could happen? That you tried and failed or that you tried and
0: succeeded? Ooh that's deep <laughs> there you go man you should put that on the t-shirt try and fail question mark try and succeed exclamation point you know what i'm saying <laughs> there you go i am natalie you got there your you next go. t-shirt for the for the you know <laughs> for the website Yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah. but you know lady natalie you know i did dabble in your podcast i gotta be honest and i was captivated you know uh i have worked you know in the bar industry, in the restaurant industry, in the nightlife industry, I would say about thirty-five to forty percent of the time. So yes, I have an affinity—some would even say an affliction—for people that work in that industry or who have worked in that industry. You know, if you've never worked in that industry, you don't know what that life is about. You know, at all whatsoever. You don't know about the trolling like we were just talking about. And now, you know, we get to speak about that a little bit more. So I was listening to your podcast, right? And, um, you know, I, you were a former exotic bartender, which I like to call them now. It sounds nice, you Ooh. know. <laughs> you know, so you were a former exotic, bar- uh, you know, a exotic bartender. You know, you worked in the nightlife before, and I hear that in your podcast, you've been having a lot of issues with people trolling you, and uh, because you have changed your career, yeah. like that's not allowed. Like, why can't I do this? Like, you know, what I'm now saying? I yeah, <laughs> like. Now- could you tell us why it was important on your podcast to speak on that
1: hmm. um because one i was dealing with a lot of negativity um yeah. i've been doing network marketing for four years and i never went live on instagram okay that was something that i couldn't i couldn't overcome until finally I did, and when I started, that's yeah. when the negativity started happening. Oh. Negative comments, "You're a scammer," "You're like bad words," "Former stripper," "Ex felon," and all this stuff. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't do no bad to nobody." But why? And then I started realizing, you know, it's like, it's like if you're a drug addict and you recover, like, am I still gonna penalize you for being a drug addict in the past? Like, people are entitled to change. Your life. It's what you do about it. If you stay in that situation, then it's your decision. But it's what you do about it that matters. That I change. Um, and what I did, I you know, I found myself being a single mom when I had my second child. Um, it was, I think, it was back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, when recession happened. I don't remember. Okay. And I lost my job. I got laid off. Um, and I was working in a good job. Baby at eleven hours a week, salary, pay, commissions. Um, found the nightlife. I actually started as a shock girl then it transitioned to like okay you know what I'm seeing these girls making money on that stage what is yeah. going on yeah. and I'm only here working on Saturday nights yeah. trying to sell some shots
0: but you were probably still making some chicken though not for nothing <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's was, money everywhere it all depends on what levels you want to take it exactly. to exactly you know so saying? I was like wait yeah.
1: what's going on in that stage but the location that I was at was completely like topless and yeah. I wasn't comfortable with that okay so I ended up at a go-go place okay. um, and I loved it, it was, I'm not showing anything I'm just dancing in a bikini like normally girls would do no matter what yeah. right
0: was um, it in new york yeah because new york is low new york is like 28th on the go-go dance gentlemen's club thing like it's not crazy out here like it is in another place it's, unless
1: you were in the city then you're showing boobs yeah. but i was here in queens mermaids yeah. i'm sure you've probably heard of mermaids yeah. um
0: probably went to mermaids i'm sure i have <laughs> i have i'm not gonna lie i've been there yes <laughs> so probably i saw you i don't even know <laughs> i've been there you know
1: so um, I was dancing there for, you know, I, I was, I've been working there, you know, like even now I'm still in contact with the owner. Um, yeah. I started dancing there, go-go dancing, um, got arrested, got in trouble with the law. I couldn't work, he didn't, the owner didn't allow me to work there because, you know, he didn't want to bring problems to the club. And okay. then I did bartending. and.
0: Wow, all so you them. got into some deep beef over there. Jesus Christ, that's horrible.
1: <laughs> not over there, but yeah. <laughs> <I'm>
0: outside. <sorry. laughs> but it traveled to you yes. to the location, which was unfortunate.
1: Yes. Um, and then I started bartending. I stopped the dancing because all the other clubs wanted you to kind of show boobs. And I was like, okay, I'm not yeah. cool with that. I'm okay. so comfortable at com- Mermaids, which is go-go yeah. only. Um, I started bartending all the clubs. Um, and then in between, I would dance. Yes, I ended up at Suze one time. Um, and back to Mermaids, that's basically where.
0: Well, I mean, in that industry, the girls are everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you work one night, one place. You go to another spot. It all depends on the promoters that you like. Worked, you know. So,
1: and all of that. So, yeah. um, and then I stopped dancing when I met my husband. Um, he was like, he allowed, he met me dancing, and yeah. then you know.
0: Which is one thing too, like dudes, if you meet your girl dancing, like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not gonna stop being a podcaster because I fall in love. F Y to anybody that falls in love with me, like it's, oh. it's not gonna happen. It's just gonna get worse, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> this is just the the, the starting point. You know?
1: Love it, love it. <laughs> I mean, I chose to stop yeah. dancing because we got engaged. I was like, all right, but I'm still going to make my money, yeah, so fact. I kept bartending. Mm-hmm. Still, you know, you still gotta dress provocative, mm-hmm. and you know, bartending bartenders it is now. Yeah. Um. Then I had my baby. I had pregnancy at home. And then I went back to bartending again after the baby. Yeah. And then, you know, it was just, okay, I need to, I, I was getting tired. My kids are getting, were getting tired of me um, getting home late. And it hit me one night um, when I told my oldest daughter, who's gonna be 20 now, um, mommy's going to work, pray that mommy makes money tonight. And she was like, no, I pray that you make it home safe. Wow. I was like, what am I doing to my kids? That's when it hit me. Man,
0: your daughter's going to go somewhere in life, man. She's introspective. That's such a profound statement to make to your mother. How old was she when she told you that?
1: I think she was 16.
0: Oh, okay. Wow.
1: Yes. And I was like, wow, what am I doing to my kids? I'm thinking I'm going out there and making all the money for them and coming home and giving them everything they want, materialistic, but they were missing on their mother, really. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, one thing, you know, I almost lost my marriage. I had to make a decision. You know, I was working into clubs. I stopped one club, continued with mermaids, then pandemic hit. And then I just been home, and there's times I do miss it, but there's times I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm good here. Um. And with the trolls, they just, like, they feel like you can't change your life. Yeah. And they what what is what's so wrong about being a former dancer slash stripper whatever you want to call it yeah like people have their reasons to do their things you know what's wrong with being an exotic bartender how you call it like yeah. what's wrong with that it's still money you're making you're not scamming on nobody you're not stealing from nobody you out there providing a service to get paid you're providing smiles <laughs> drinks and you know and holding conversations with people that probably just want to have a conversation with you yeah. because they can't do it at home or whatever
0: well, I mean, I have a whole theory on this situation, especially now. I honestly feel like these places are an important part of America. To be completely honest with you, especially in, the you know, with all the political correctness that you have to got, have going on right now. There's a lot of men that have not been able to adjust to that situation and probably will never be able And women as well that will never be able to adjust to that to the way you have to act. You know what I'm saying? Now, with the new laws and all the movements that have gone on for women's rights, you know, this is a whole different situation like this is a place where like if you're socially awkward and you know you just you know you want to interact with women you know what i'm saying you could go there and At least enjoy yourself, you know, obviously within the borders of the of the rules. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some people don't have game and some people just, you know, they just want to live in a fantasy world for a couple of nights. Like, you know, and it helps them probably not go out there and commit mass shootings. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm you know, I have so many theories on this. Like you girls provide a service that I don't think is even tangibly statistically you're going to be able to really Write down or like manage those statistics of these crazy things that could happen if like these places didn't work. And I always tell people, I don't know how you feel about this, and I'm going to ask you this question. You know, this is it's a legal job. Being an exotic dancer, exotic bartender, being in that nightlife world, this is all within the parameters of the rules. And you some, pay tax exactly, and you pay taxes. You know, some people don't like being behind a cubicle and working nine to five. Some people just don't like to do that. And some people are comfortable being in a sexual atmosphere. Like Maybe that's where they thrive. Mm-hmm. You know, So who are we to judge what you do? Because you could be sleeping around with 30 men and be working behind a cubicle. Just because you're working at these locations doesn't make you a promiscuous person. Thank you. I mean, I don't know. Love that. i just have a lot of homegirls that you know drop what i'm saying that, that, that have mic. been in the game you know and i've hung know? out with them a lot so yeah so, and no, honestly how do you feel about
1: that I, drop the mic like some of them some of us are just working to feed our kids or pay college and pay rent and help our parents you know like and some of them yeah we're having fun too yeah. but we're not hurting out there nobody and i do get a lot of trolls like you know how can I trust you as a, f- a female stripper? Like, what?
0: What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? That's what I always ask.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, you were an ex-felon. Um, That's a crime. What? Do you even know why I got locked up? Like, what? Wow. Did I kill someone? Well, just so you or... feel
0: comfortable, you're not the first ex-felon that I've had here on the Angel of Words podcast, especially in season two. So don't worry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I deal with a lot of that. And yeah. it hit, it was getting in my head. Yeah. It was, I was feeling down, I, I was crying, but like, thank God, why? Um, and I took a lot of like healing, like I need to journal about this, I need to speak about it because I'm tired of it, and um, even to this, not too long ago, somebody commented like, um, you're the devil because you was an ex-stripper, ex-con, and, and, and I don't know what else they said. I was like, oh my God, how can I be the devil? Like, what? Okay. Um but you just got to block it and keep going.
0: But you make a very valid point on your podcast. You say that people need lovers, haters, and naysayers. Could you break that down for us? Let people know uh, after you break it down what episode they can catch that on.
1: Oh, my God. I think it was episode five. five. Yes, episode five. Um, We need lovers, haters, and naysayers. So the haters are the people that are going to give you free promotion without even knowing it. And it's okay. And I learned that through the process that – those people that are just putting negative stuff in my page and they, they're hating on me, they're just boosting my algorithm, one. They're just making people curious. to so like, what is Lady Natalie about? They're just sending audience to me. So it's okay. You know, we need that. And that's a give push to go harder and prove them wrong. And the next day, it's just usually your family. Not going to stop. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, you could be doing this so much better. Or oh, why are you doing that? But it's okay. Like, they support you, but they're just.
0: So you should get a real job. Exactly. Like, why are you like... doing this?
1: Yeah. Exactly. And then the lovers, you know. Does that
0: ever get annoying?
1: I, yeah. <laughs> I, can I, I'm going to just say this, and I've said this many times. Like, I've been doing network marketing for years. Not one family member of mine has bought anything. Wow. That doesn't define my success. Those are the naysayers. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. And then we need the lovers, like your besties. (laughs) So that never
0: gets under your skin at all? I mean, you know, how do you feel personally about that?
1: Um, It does sometimes. um, And it's like, wow, like... Like, I've supported some, like, I support everyone, like, and I um had a family member who had her own business and stuff, and I was, like, the first one, like, yeah, I'm supporting everything, buying everything, sharing it with everyone, and when it came to me, I was not getting the same, and there was times where I was putting myself down, um, and I would be like, why is my family like that? um, And I had to overcome it, because before that one person, there's millions without me, so...
0: And how does it feel when you get that support, man, when you get people telling you thank you, you know, that you don't even know you probably will never meet in your life personally?
1: It feels amazing. It feels like I am living my purpose, that I am putting something out there that God put in my heart to do. And, you know, this is it, to help others. I've always wanted to help others. Um, It's crazy that every job that I've had, even in the nightlife, is helping other people emotionally, mentally, everything. Um, From working in clinics, from working even at Toyota, I was helping people with their car. So it's always helping others, and I love it.
0: You know, and I I also loved on your podcast because you said something that was really poignant, actually, and I actually did myself. Write down a list of the five people that are on your side. Why, Why do you feel people should do that?
1: You are the five people you surround yourself with. Okay. The five people you talk to every day. The five people that you listen to. And if you are around negativity, people that are toxic, you're going to become toxic. Your dreams, your mind is going to block all your blessings.
0: That's a great saying. <laughs> so, I mean, was it hard for you to find five people as you were transitioning? Because I'll be honest, I don't even think I have five people. <laughs> I don't have. I mean,
1: I do have my five. Transitioning from the nightlife yeah. to where I'm at now, I did cut off everyone. hmm um, at one point, and you know, and I built relationships back with a few people. Um, but yeah, I've kept uh, like my best, my five, my friends, and my business partners are like more than my five
0: people. Now you also said something extremely profound. You said you got to choose the type of friend you are. Like look within yourself. I'm like, "Wow." Oh, like yes, and I I'm like, "Yo, these episode. I'll be honest with you folks, these podcasts aren't even that long. Like I I you know, I was just, you know, on the train, I'm like, "Damn." Like I want to listen to more. Like you, I know like, what podcast you was really was... yeah, you know. I was like, like "Wow, this is kind of like, damn. Like, what kind of friend am I really?" You know are you what the I mean? the friend like, that's
1: going to give her a cup of
0: water, yeah. you're going to pull out the chair. Yeah, no, and so elaborate on that and why you felt like the need to, to, to get into people's psychology in that fashion.
1: <laughs> College by the way and I did study psychology. Um the type of friend that you are you the one that's going to pull out the cup of water or pull out the chair when things go wrong like are you the friend yeah all your friends you're going to go to your friends and talk to them and listen to them but is who's the friend that's really going to give you that cup of water be like you know what shake it off and let's keep it moving because i know i got a best friend like that that does that to me yeah <laughs> and then there's the friend that be like oh no girl let's sit down and and talk and and talk to you about all the negativity that that she knew was going to happen like what like like make them those are running those are running and females they're not pulling on a chair to sit down and catch a rest because they're tired they're like here's your water keep going and keep running after your goals there is a finish line you need to get to it's not time to rest because you're tired because you're feeling down because you want to cry no it's actually you need to keep going and make it to the finish line
0: you know, when I was listening to that, it actually gave me goosebumps. You're saying it right now, I'm getting goosebumps because, you know, I lived in front of the marathon, like, literally. Like, my building was on the route of the marathon my whole life growing up back in the days, you know, in Harlem. And I'm like, yo, like, go on, keep going. And I'm like, man, like, but, you know, when you start, sometimes when you start doing things on your own and start trying to spread your wings, you don't get that level of help no. or of Sad, you know, satisfaction from people that are even close to you. That you know, it's that sad but true. It's insane.
1: Mm-hmm. Very sad but true. Wow. They just want to sit down and, and discuss and everything that they knew it was going to go wrong. And and no, yeah. like I know my team tells me I'm I'm not cold hearted. It's just I deal with things differently. Like pandemic hit, I lost two family members. My son got hit by a car, and I still kept working my business every single day. That didn't wow. stop me.
0: Wow, that's that's some fortitude, girl. Jesus <laughs> Christ! How were you able to? Where did you find the fortitude to, to, to for that energy?
1: I mean, life happens every single day. Like, um, let so now put in as an example to some comparing it to something else. If my son got hit, am I gonna call Khan Edison and be like, "Yo, can you stop building my my light because my son just got hit and I'm dealing with life?" No. Wow. Con Edison's still gonna be charging you those meters or watts that That's you're using.
0: They are still gonna run twenty four seven, baby. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so why? And it's crazy.
0: We're talking to the host of the Natalie, the Lady Natalie podcast, and the brand I am Lady Natalie, Miss Natalie here. You know, dropping some jewels, some knowledge on us. You know what I'm saying about the about the life. Now you know. We worked in the nightlife like did you ever because you know, it's unfortunate It's an unfortunate situation that's happening all, all across the world. There's 29 million people being humanly trafficked, which is essentially modern day slavery and about 90 million percent of them are females you know, being trafficked for, you know, sexual purposes or, you know, free labor. Like, have you ever encountered that in the nightlife? And, like, you know, what do you have to say to those women out there that are battling with that?
1: Hmm. Um, in the nightlife, I was called a bitch. <laughs> because not in a bad way, but, like, then I do lose a bitch, don't mess with her. <laughs> yeah. Um, dealing with that when it comes to, like, sexual favors and things like that... Um, you just got to set your boundaries. Like, I used to have girls in my life like that tell me, like, how do you have a man and all these men are still your friend? I'm like, for real, I'm here to offer you a friendship. I'm not here to do anything else. Like, I'm here to have fun. We could have drinks. You want to rub on my toes? We could rub. You could rub on my toes. But at the end, four o'clock comes in. <laughs> peace. You want to take me to eat? We could have breakfast. But I'm going home to my kids because I came here to work. I remember to the day people used to tip me, they say a dollar or two. And I used to be like, no, no, no. I came here to work to feed my kids. Two dollars is not going to buy me a gallon of milk. I need minimum five dollars. That's it.
0: Yeah,
1: plain and simple. The I'm here for life, my kids. Man, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there is the girls that do fall for it, yeah. uh, and it's sad. Um, you know, um, and and it has messed up the game because girls would do things for a hundred dollars when a hundred dollars be like, I can't make that sitting down just next to you. What are you having to do anything? Yeah. You know. Um, and it's just direction. I think they needed someone to direct them, and and some men take advantage. They they could seek out the weak ones, and who's who's gonna fall for it? And it's sad.
0: And what you know? What advice would you have to give to that girl that feels like she's in a situation where she has to, you know, uh, I guess do something that she's not comfortable doing in that situation?
1: I'd be like, girl. Go go shake your ass more. It's not worth it. There's going to be another guy sitting there. The quiet ones are the ones that got it. Go smile with him. Yeah. You don't need to go. You don't need to. I used to take girls under my wing, and it was just What like... was that like,
0: taking girls under your wing? Were you like the den mother at some point? Like were you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, we probably all did things, including myself. I'm not going to say I'm sitting here yeah. like an, uh, an angel, and like I didn't do anything. There was times where I wanted to have fun, too, but... Not a hundred dollars one, <laughs> like yeah. that. Could, I could do that sitting next to you. Um
0: Well, maybe not sitting next to me, <laughs> <laughs> not to
1: you. <laughs> but just you know, keep in mind your goal, like what you came in there for. Yeah. Like you know, money comes like water, and and if you do everything one day, they're not gonna come back again and keep giving you money, and it's just it's not worth it. Look back, like.
0: Well, you essentially kind of stop providing the service, if you will. You know, the illusion service, like, you know, because you want to build a friendship. You don't want to build, like, a proprietorship yes. situation. You know what I'm saying?
1: And to this day, I'm not even in the game. Yeah. And I still have, like, if I go back to the game to bartend, I'll still have my loyal customers show up.
0: Really? Yeah. You just do a post and they all come flopping but to I, the spot. I,
1: I'm going to be working tonight. <laughs>
0: i haven't made a margarita like in two and a half years but man i do miss it sometimes i'm not gonna lie man honestly man it's, it's crazy well natalie you know we've reached a point in the podcast where it's time to play five words with angel now on five words with angel natalie i'm gonna give you a word or a phrase and you're gonna give me the first word or phrase or thought that comes to your head are you ready Ready. All right, here we go. The first word is curly hair. Well, that's a phrase. The first word, is, the first phrase is curly hair.
1: Me chopping off my hair during <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> All
0: right. That makes perfect sense, man. So I, I had to do the same. Now the uh, the second is a question, right? The most annoying drink you ever had to make During a rush Long Island iced tea <laughs> A Long Island iced tea Dude, God. just
1: get a vodka and cranberry Leave yeah, me alone No,
0: man It's gonna hit you the same Trust me, man Like, God You drink too many Long Island You might not walk out of here oh. And be able to drive your car Like, hello mm-hmm. That is not a drink you get Unless you're gonna have one all night Like, yes, for real
1: that's,
0: Cause that, that's like a stealth bomber, bro That shit'll creep up on you for no For no reason All right the next word is coffee.
1: Fat burning coffee.
0: Fat burning coffee. What's it called? The fat burning coffee. Keto that you coffee. Keto coffee. Keto keto. Keto coffee. So it's keto yes. friendly. Yes. What's up with that keto situation, Mac? Could you elaborate on that before we move on to word number four? So
1: the keto coffee. It is a fat burning coffee. It is the one that I, the keto one is a thicker consistency. So it's more like a meal replacement. Boosts your energy. Curves your appetite. Has yeah. MCT oil. Has collagen. And it tastes amazing.
0: Ooh, there you go. The breakdown. The the next word is have fun and
1: make money.
0: Have fun and make money, baby. There you go. And the last one is a curveball. What do you think about when you think about I am Lady Natalie?
1: I am that bitch.
0: Hey. (laughs) The confidence is just exuding from my right hand side, you know? (laughs) <laughs> I hope I get some of that glow yes. over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, now, uh, Lady Natalie, you know, um, you know, what do you what would you have to say uh, to people that are trying to change careers and whatever they're coming from? Because, you know, you, you, to, you know, we've spoken about doing things and, 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 and being uncomfortable doing things in certain jobs or whatever. But that's any job. I've done uncomfortable things when I worked in my corporate jobs, things that were unethical. You know what I'm saying? It. I didn't feel right doing it. You know that doesn't. That's not particular to any one particular job. You know. So what would you have to say to anyone that's not happy in their career and wants to move forward and shift gears into a new life, but is scared to take that leap of faith?
1: Wow, this reminded me about a book I read. Um, um, what book? You can hard things. Mm. Um, when. We're so stuck in our ways of being in that corporate job or, you know, scared to take that leap of faith that we put our dreams in a little box. It's like the stovetop, you know, just four burners. You always use most likely the two front ones. And there's that back corner one that you never use. That's where you put all your dreams and goals. Go open that box, turn on that stovetop, turn that uh, burner and go after them. Open it up and go take a leap of faith and do it. That's what I would tell everyone.
0: Nice. Well, what would you tell the mothers out there that are like, oh, I'm, I'm too busy. I can't do this. I can't do that. You have three children and you're doing all these things. You're doing more than me and I have zero children. So I'm like, you know,
1: like, we all have the same 24 yeah. hours. It's just how bad do you want it? We constantly complain and pray to God to change our situation. And then when God gives the opportunity, you don't do nothing about it. So. Go for it. Like, I, one thing also I've learned, and I told my team recently, like, we all praying to be working from home, have more time with our kids, and be able to do more things for our family. That when we do start working from home, we focus so much on the business that we forget what we ask God for. And then we neglect our kids in our home because we think just because we are home, we're giving them the time. No, we're not. we like, they could be talking to you, like, yeah, 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 just, just do whatever you want. I'm still working. And we'll spend all the whole time working. And, you need to remember what you pray for to give you that priority. My priority was to work from home so I could be more with my kids. And I was guilty of that, working constantly 24-7 and not giving my kids that time. So remember what you pray for. And God gave it to you. Now use it because God would take it away. Like, you're not going to be successful if you're not remembering the priority that you asked for, which was to spend more time with your kids.
0: And do you think prioritizing what's important to you is the most important step into moving forward with a new life?
1: Yes and God will bless you that way and you will be you will see the success
0: Cause I feel like sometimes people don't know what to prioritize. And that's like letting go of friends that are no good for you and negative, like things that you all talking your, about your, about on your podcast, which I love. I, I, I think I listened oh to God. that almost every episode right back to back to back to back. Cause I thought you were funny. And you know, another thing I realized I didn't know. Are you from Queens?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: You know, I didn't realize that Queens had a particular accent because you're not the only girl that I met from Queens that has that, <laughs> like that talks the way you do. And I'm like, damn, like Queens does have a particular accent. There's like people from Harlem or people from Brooklyn <laughs> And I'm like, like, you know, you're like the you know, you're like the the, the, the queen of queens. You know oh. what I mean? With the podcast. It was pretty fire. And uh, but, you know, what would you why would you let to, you know, what would you say to tell people to listen to your podcast? Like pitch your podcast right now, because I, I really think that if you want to hear something cool and quick and funny that, you know, and you're a female and you're dealing with female issues. You know what I'm saying? Like you may want to listen to this on, you know, on the run while you, you know, wherever you at.
1: If you're feeling down or or needing that daily motivation to know that you are worth your more to find your purpose, listen to it. Um, I think I'm not sure if I've spoken on a podcast on one of my lives when Apple comes out with a phone. Right, it has a purpose. This phone already before they put that stamp of the Apple, this phone already had a purpose. So when you are created, like before you even got created, God knew you was about to get created. And they gave you your name. God knew your purpose. You just need to find it. And I said, find your purpose.
0: Wow wow I don't know I, What I know that editing this podcast I'm gonna have a lot to think about you know <laughs> <laughs> now Natalie you know uh, uh, on top of pitching everything else let us know where people can find you before we end the podcast let us know everything about the I Am Natalie Natalie brand you know leave the comments too in the comment section if you want to reach out there, if you want to find her you know what I'm saying also reach out you know let us know your YouTube channel all that stuff man so
1: everything is universal I Am Lady Natalie right. I figured like if you're gonna find me i'm gonna have my name on everything so my main instagram is i am lady natalie my brand instagram is i am by lady natalie my podcast the i am lady natalie past TikTok, everything is i am lady natalie my website is i am lady natalie.com
0: Well, Lady Natalie, it was a pleasure having you here on the podcast. Thank you for dropping your knowledge, being so candid with us here. Uh, It was a pleasure. It was
1: an honor. Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome, everyone. That was I Am Lady Natalie host of the Lady Natalie podcast. Uh, And don't forget, subscribe on the YouTube channel, Angel of Words Entertainment. Visit the site, cop the merch, and get all the exclusive content, including words behind Angel and 40 years in single at www.aowent.com. Also, if you want to leave a donation to the to the Angel of Words podcast, it is Cash App AOWNYC. Natalie, reach right over there because we got something for you before we end the podcast. There you go. We got the vintage fall line, because that's how you got to do it with fashion. That's already the that's the thank fall you. vintage Angel of Words hoodie. We're taking it back. That's Love for Lady it. Natalie. Thank you for joining us here on the thank podcast. You. If you can wear it on your Instagram and, yes, I and, and, and promote will. the podcast. You know thank, you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. so what, much. Yes, that's our vintage line for the fall next year. Well, not fall this year, but later on this year. Uh, you know, the AOW, you can find you're gonna be able to find that at AOWENT as well. But uh thank you everyone for tuning in and uh we'll talk to you later.